Hello, listeners. It's time for another State of the Union, your weekly breakdown of all things Scottish independence with me, Stephen Payton. The date is Friday the 19th of March 2021. Spring is very much on its way back into our lives. Let's get into it. Kicking things off this week, there's been a poll. Actually, there's been two polls, and both are interesting, but for pretty different reasons. The first we'll talk about is the latest opinion study for Sky News, which found that 51% of Scots would vote yes, with 49% opposed once undecideds were removed. This puts public support back in the yes camp after a few recent polls showed a dip. As always, these are polls and there will always be fluctuations, but the general trend shows that the public mood around independence has shifted dramatically toward yes over the past while. And then in the other corner is a poll that shows support for no, claiming to the lofty heights of 57%. Wow, what a turnaround. The case for independence is surely demolished. Of course, then you look at who is actually behind the poll and how it was conducted. This poll came from none other than Scotland in Union, and the wording it used was a little disingenuous, to say the least. While everyone else uses yes or no, since that's how everyone understands the debate to have been run, this poll switched up to leave or remain bringing even John Curtis to come out and say that claims it confirmed a downward trend in support for independence to be nonsense. Interestingly, the last poll that used the same language also came back with functionally the same result, meaning that any claims of a trend are meaningless. While polling has shown a dip in yes support these past few weeks, John Curtis has said that, ironically, the poll is the least convincing evidence of the past four or five weeks that support for independence has gone down. So, good job in that one. Also this week, Michael Gove is in the spotlight over a meeting he had with George Galloway. After Galloway was accused of race-baiting on Twitter, Galloway is standing in the Holyrood election on his All for Unity party against independence, and he used his time on social media this week to tell Justice Secretary Hamza Yusuf, you're not a Celt like me. I mean, maybe he meant cat, I don't know. Galloway was last year apparently in talks with Michael Gove over how they could together save the failing union. Which really gives me hope for independence, because if this is the best they've got, then wow. Galloway, the great socialist that he is, will of course be voting Tory at the upcoming election. Desperate stuff. And speaking of desperate stuff, it has also been confirmed this week that civil servant jobs will indeed be moving up to Scotland as part of a campaign to save the union. It's part of a plan to spread UK government jobs across the UK, but Michael Gove, who's kind of behind it, has been accused of announcing it just prior to the Holyrood election, functionally as a bribe to Scots. But I think there is a bigger criticism to be made here. Namely, who cares? Who actually cares where civil servants are based? We've been talking about for years uh, about about the, the democratic deficit across the UK the Tory power grab in the Scottish Parliament, Brexit, the the years of being sidelined in talks, nuclear weapons on the Clyde, a whole host of reasons why the relationship with Westminster just isn't working. 
What does sending a few civil servants over the border change? Nothing. I'd go as far as saying that unless you were properly tuned into this issue, it will probably just go over most people's heads because it isn't a factor in our day-to-day lives. How often someone in Glasgow has to jump onto a Zoom call to talk with a cabinet minister rather than just sitting across the table from them. It's just not. Maybe they think if they create a thousand new jobs in Scotland, then that's a guarantee of a thousand no votes come the next referendum. Who knows? It's a pointless exercise, and I would not be surprised if it just falls apart entirely. If there's one thing you can say with certainty about Westminster, it is that they hate modernising, so good luck with that. A year into the pandemic, and they can barely use Zoom still. This week, the SNP also doubled down on its commitment to holding a second referendum, which I feel like I've said about five times already over the past wee while, but yes, Michael Russell has said that he still plans to bring forward the government's NDF2 bill to Parliament before May's election. The bill in question will set out the timing and the potential question that will be asked in a second independence referendum. It means we'll get a chance to see the bill before heading to the polling stations in May. Naturally, unionists weren't happy. Something something. Divisive referendum. Something something. More on that when the bill is finally published. And two final pieces of news this week. First up, another pro-independence party has launched ahead of the Holyrood election, taking the total number of new parties to somewhere just below 7,000. Okay, fine, it's the fourth one. Still, though, Restore Scotland is advocating for independence outside of the European Union, though unlike the others, and was founded on the 700th anniversary of the Declaration of Arbroath last year. Based in Fife and ready to stand candidates in May, it is the fourth party set to enter a contest on a pro-independence ticket, because there are obviously others, including Galloway's little pro-union party. And finally, some news about the final episode of Drag Race UK. So if you haven't watched the final yet, I'd recommend you stop listening now. I'll give you a second, because there will be spoilers. Okay. So, Glasgow Queen Lawrence Cheney is the winner! And on top of coming out on top, Cheney is also a supporter of independence. The UK drag race finalist and ultimately winner said that the different approaches to COVID-19 between Holyrood and Westminster were a great demonstration of why we need to have power over our own country. Cheney's actually been a Yes supporter since at least 2014. So there is a new pro-independence celebrity on the scene. Mind yourself, Lawrence. That does bring us to an end this week. However... With all that said, where does that leave the state of the Union? Coming down faster than a death drop on Drag Race. See you all again next week.